0: So we're away for another episode of uh, Zab Chat. We've. Uh Race past 1,000 subscribers, which is just fantastic. So tell your friends, and of course, uh, you can register on Spotify. We welcome uh, our principal, Bill Doherty, and our school captain, Nick Francis.
1: And today we're surrounded by Xavier Year 12s with a big day coming up. Bill, welcome. Yeah, thanks very much, Shane. And Nick, uh, it's a great week, this one, leading into uh, um, a St. Kevin's fixture at the end. Bit frustrated. Not enough of our teams placing. Kevin's. We've probably only got about nine teams in total, but uh, there's two big ones, and that would be the first eleven soccer and the first eighteen, of which obviously you're involved in. You're looking forward to the week ahead.
2: Yeah, it's very exciting. I think there's certainly a lot of anticipation in the air and like through the corridors in the school, because um, you know it's a big game um, both for the soccer and the footy. Um, so hopefully we can get a big crowd along this Saturday, um, and you know both sides can get
1: the win for the red and black. Correct. I've, um, this is my third capital city, being a part of the great Catholic rivalry between the two big uh, schools. So, uh, Terrace and Nudge. I was a Terrace boy. Terrace and Nudge is huge in Brisbane. Uh, Joey's in Riverview. Obviously, Riverview, being our brother school in Sydney, uh, is enormous. And, and obviously, this one needs no introduction. And I'm particularly thinking of all of the Year Twelves uh, for this round. It's it's their last one. And that's particularly special to put the red and black on for the last time. But let's get into it. It's uh, great to welcome Harry Shillington now. Thank you. Captain of the First Eleven and Tom Scales, Captain of the First Sardine. Welcome, boys. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Thank you. <laughs> it's great. Harry, why don't we uh, kick it along with you? No um, obviously, there's uh, plenty happening in the soccer world at the moment, and I know you were somewhere on Monday night watching the, the women's team.
3: Yeah, um, lucky enough to get tickets. I uh, went with a family to go watch the Women's World Cup game against uh, Canada. I think it was a great experience. You know, I've never experienced a crowd like that at Amy Pike before, 27,000. So, yeah, and we got the job done, 4-0. Um yeah, it was pretty cool. It was impressive, wasn't yeah, it, was, it? And yeah. I just
1: couldn't believe the standard of play uh, in in the team. So we're Australia's up and about with them, which is uh, which is great. I unfortunately didn't get the chocolates on Saturday with the uh, with the Kiwis, but that's we'll move aside. This is about soccer and about you. <laughs> just a quick one: the season for the first eleven. Yeah, so
3: it's been a bit of a tough season. I mean, we've got a lot of young players in the group, but I think over over the period of the season, we've we've gotten a lot better together. Um, we've learnt a lot of our strengths and weaknesses. You know, we're currently we s- sit second. Um, this week is is a week that we really need a win, as we're we're fighting for for you know a big title, the shield. Um, however, you know the premiership is out of reach because Kerry won it. But doesn't matter, we we stay stay focused on on the the task ahead so yeah
1: correct success is measured in many ways isn't it so it's not all about a premiership and there's lots of little goals you know no doubt your um side have had some values that have also maybe underpinned your season what 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 were your team values
3: yeah so we actually had a value session which is really good um for all all first sports I'm, i'm sure that they do but we came down with commitment desire respect and legacy I think legacy was a really important one because I remember last year, Lucas Surich, who was the cheer captain, he said that in order to continue the legacy from the start of the program is where we get success and it's how we get success. So I think putting really good influence on the younger boys, not only just for ourselves, for the year 12 students and year 11 students who are senior students and who have experienced it, experienced the first environment for a long time I think influencing the younger boys to continue that legacy which hopefully leads to success is is really important so
1: I think that's a a really good before I ask you a question about the younger boys, maybe uh, something about yourself, you're an incredibly modest young man, uh, but you've had a little bit of individual uh, accomplishment, I won't say success, but accomplishment, you've, you've headed off to Portugal with the Australian side.
3: Yes, yes, so I was very fortunate enough to be selected for the under-18s Young Socceroos squad, um, which we went to Portugal earlier this year. We played against Portugal, Norway and England, which I was lucky enough to make two starts against Portugal and Norway. Very emotional singing the national anthem. Um, I'm heard from... Well, Father reminds me a lot that I'm not the best singer, so I guess (laughs) that was a bit of a stitch-up, but it's okay. Um, But, yeah, I mean, a great experience, something that I, I really i'm proud of i'm so thankful for my parents because you know their sacrifice has helped me lead to to the success and the opportunity to play for my nation this um yeah the opportunity was was really cool
1: um you're you're playing as sort of some of the best footy countries in the world i mean that must be you know portugal england norway yeah
3: yeah so this is their core sport it was Basically, yeah, so obviously with Australia, like we have multi multicultural sports and obviously, you know, the rugby, the AFL, the soccer, and I think compared to them, it was... it was uh, we're, we're not too far away, but the standard is just next level, and I think we've got, we've got work to do, but I don't
1: think we're far from it, and yeah, it was pretty good fun. But it's only by going there and playing them that you find out where you're at and then you find yeah. out what the next steps are. So I thought that was incredibly exciting. Yeah. You were speaking, though, about younger... Uh, blakes before and leaving that legacy, etc. I, I wonder at times, you know, if you could speak to your younger self. And I'm just thinking of our Burkill listeners, you know, little blokes who are who love their soccer or love their sport. They're in your five or your seven. You now, what would you say to your younger self? You know, looking at you at your level now, and you're about to exit. Xavier? Yeah, i I'd, I'd say be
3: patient. I'd say keep going. You know, enjoy the good times. However, also embrace the bad times because I think that in order to enjoy the good times, you need to experience loss and um you know loss and failure and i guess the tough nights of training or a poor game and i think that's really important as well because i think you need balance as well Uh, yeah i I would also probably just say keep working hard stay positive worry less and just enjoy
1: enjoy the experience enjoy there's a whole book in there, Harry, you've done well with that answer, Good. and I love learning from failure. Nick, uh, maybe to your your teammate, bring him into the conversation.
2: Yeah, so we are very lucky to have Tommy Scalzo on the podcast this morning, he's our skiffer of the first 18, um, so Scales, uh, can you sort of give all the listeners a rundown of the season and how it's gone to date?
4: It's just great to be here, Nick, thanks for having me on this morning. Um, yeah, our season's a bit like um, Shiloh's, except we're going a bit, a bit further down on the ladder, um, but we had... A Bit of injury trouble throughout the season. A few of our good players going out with a few unlucky injuries. But um, like Mr. Diddy was saying before, success is measured in many ways, and you don't have to have an extremely successful season to play some good footy. I'm I'm fortunate enough to say that we've played some good footy as the season's gone on, and we've we've learnt from our mistakes in in starting games, and we know where we go wrong during
2: the games, and we've been able to rectify that during the year, and it's, we've, we, we're playing some good footy now. Yeah, for sure. Um, And some values that underpin our team. Um, Joe, our coach, he harps on about them at pretty much every um, quarter-time break, half-time break. So um, what are those ones? So yeah, they're pretty similar to the the last year's ones. We went
4: for unity, discipline, respect, and this year we added in compete. Um, We went from ruthless last year, which is what we had, to compete because we thought the compete sort of um, described a bit better... What we were trying to do with that word, and what we really want to do is just compete at every contest and uh, at every every chance we have an opportunity to influence the ball. We want to compete with the
1: with the hardest we can, and with some good red and black um, heart. Love your comment there, Nick. So isn't it interesting where a coach just reminds you, rather than being overly tactical on a hover? brings back to values at, at a half-time or three-quarter time. is that, That's how you found it, obviously?
2: Yeah, Joe, it's pretty much the main thing he speaks about. Like pre-game, those four words are written on the big whiteboard um, every week. Um, and, you know, if something's going wrong, we go back to those values. And usually if something's wrong, it's got to do with the values. We rectify it. It's, um, yeah,
4: it's, it's good because it's it's the things that we came up with at the start of the year. So it's what we said that we wanted to play. you know. And um, it's good that he reminds us of, of where we thought that we would want to place our, our value and then um, bring us back to that during the game if we're if we're not
1: hitting that target. Um, Tommy, I'm just going to take you away from footy for half a second. Um, you're also the Prefect for Student Wellbeing um, and you've had a number of initiatives. You know, this is a great one where you model out yourself, um, but is more than physical wellbeing. It's a whole range of emotional elements. You know, maybe just a, a quick reflection on your time and little things that you've done or things you're observing at Xavier. Yeah, um, it's a
4: great role. I, I'm super happy that I think it was Father Chris that put it in a few years back, um, and it just sort of allows a bit of more of an uh, allows people to realise more that mental health in, especially young boys, is is obviously it's a strong issue. And if we have such a, a high role at the school with the title of well-being, it, it ensures that um, it is it's a it's a it's an area that we place a lot of. Um, a lot of focus and a lot of we're trying to you know make sure the boys know that their voices are heard and if they need support and if they need um, anything that they need to help their journey go a little bit better at the school um, it's a place where they can um, they're free to come and they're able to um, express how they're feeling and express how they're going and yeah I think it's just a great role throughout the year we've had lots of initiatives that sort of um, model the like this, this sort of well-being move um, and we were able to have a year 12 well-being day which I was at the forefront of, of organising and I thought it went pretty well and boys were able to take a few things away even if it helped one bloke I think that's a good enough um, outcome yeah. so I was really happy that we were able to have that and had some great speakers come in and talk to the boys especially now year 12 year it's a stressful year everyone knows that and able to get some tips and tricks to help us through.
1: Talking of dealing with stress, no doubt um, you guys experience it week in, week out, as particularly the level of sport that you're playing in. So just on behalf of, uh, well, Nick and I, even though I know, Nick, you're out with these guys playing on the on the weekend and we'll be very proud, um, we're proud of you and we just want to wish you the best, uh, enjoy the moment and, uh, and, and and go well. And, um, Sharon, I'm going to throw it over you. Yeah, thanks, Bill. And before we do a little swap, we're going to... Uh let uh, Harry vacate
0: the chair in a moment. And uh, Manny from the Red and Black Cheer Squad's going to join us as we look ahead to the big day uh, on Saturday. So, Tom, you'll get a bit of time for this answer, but I'll ask you, Harry, uh, as a final question. Have you got a, a great memory that you're going to take away from this wonderful college, either in the soccer realm or more life in general, hearing uh, Tommy talk about the well-being and the breadth of the education here?
3: Yeah, Probably for me, I think at the start of my Xavier journey, especially in year nine, I really wanted to give something back to the college, whether that be sport, whether that be education, whether that be I don't know, faith and service. And to win that premiership last year was something else and I think it just was such a good moment, great moment. It was, it was a time where I just experienced happiness and fulfilment to... to the college Xavier, um, and yeah, I think that that's just a re- really cool moment. For and me. what a great! I, I'm gonna hold on to that for my
1: life, And we were speaking about that before Harry, and you, we spoke about the crowd, and uh, it was a magnificent atmosphere on that day, and and everyone was up and about uh, on from both yeah. schools. Um, but you, you spoke about the lift that it gave. It was really, uh, it was great to hear.
3: Yeah, it was it was incredible, especially for me. Like I've never experienced a crowd like that before. And to play in front of those boys with with your teammates that you've been with the whole year, it's just been, was was incredible. Um, And to win and to celebrate with them afterwards was just something else. So, yeah.
0: Well, as you continue your uh, Aussie journey, let's hope uh, you'll experience that and plenty more in the years to come. Thanks for joining us. Thank you very much. Great having uh, Harry on board and uh, we've just done a little chair swap and uh, Manny from the cheer squad has uh, joined us. But Tom, just before Nick introduces Manny, same question for you. Are you going to take away uh, something special? I'm sure you'll take away lots that's special, but uh, is there one that stands out?
4: Yeah, I'd just like to say first, Gillo, I was, I was at that game and I was, I was screaming your names on the sidelines and I was loving it just as much as you were. It was a great day for Xavier Soccer. Um, my personal memory, and I think this will be really special for so many years into the future, was running out with the first 18. I had my dad's old number on my back, number 41, when he was in year 11. I chose to go at that for my year 11 season as well. That was such a special moment to be able to continue the Scalzo legacy because obviously he was an old Zav. He was school skip in 1990, so it was really nice to be able to just continue the Xavier legacy and, um, have his number on my back.
1: I'll- remember
4: that for so many years to come. It was
1: great. Fantastic. And isn't it great? Again, we return to that word legacy. We return to that sort of continuum that just seems to ripple through generation after generation. And, and again, Shane, I'm sort of reminded of just how Xavier boys get around each other. You know, Tom was speaking about well-being, and there's an incredible sense of care and deep affection for each other and endless support. And um, it's palpable in the community. But uh, Nick, why don't we throw over to you and introducing our next guest? Well, yeah, we are very lucky.
2: We've got Manny Juricic with us this morning. Um, And so Manny is uh, one of the three cheer captains of the Red and Black cheer squad. Um, And that is actually one of the probably hardest leadership roles um, in the college, because you know, you've got to control, you know, a bunch of 300, maybe 500 um, teenage boys who are all, you know, really up and about. But Manny so far this year um, and the rest of the cheer captains have done that good of a job. The cheer squad has been so good. So welcome, Manny. Thanks, Nick. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Um, so big weekend this week, Manny. Um, Zav Skevs. So um, have you got any plans
5: um, for how we're going to get a big crowd or entertainment uh, on the day? Yeah, well, we've just been promoting the hell out of the game. Go, uh, Mayor Nick yesterday went to Birk Hall, talked to the 7s and 8s. Well received. Very well received. They're all getting around it. Um, but for the day, we've got a sausage chisel run by the old Zavs. And then um, we're going to have, just like a grand final halftime sprint, we're going to have a um, the 10 house captains, they're going to have a sprint at halftime at the Xavier Skev's game. So, yeah.
1: That should brings, be fun. Brings back a little grand final uh, hint there as yeah. well. And and I think we've even got the fives and sixes on for a kick beforehand. Is that right? Yeah, yeah we sure do. Which is great. Uh, maybe, Nick, over to you, just that barbecue, um, there's a cause behind the barbie. Uh, a, a quick plug there.
2: Yeah, so um, Fight for John um, is an organisation for an old Zav, John Catania, and um, who's got MND. Um, so we've reached out to fight for John um, and we've got him on board for this weekend. Um, so, you know, they're coming down to set up a little store, um, going to do some fundraising um, because... Um, I mean, it's like that legacy we've been, we've been talking about. Um, you know, we've got to look after those within our community and we think this is a great way to do it uh, and get around that cause.
0: So I went and saw Bruce Springsteen, Manny, a year or two ago and the first thing you do is you look up on the web uh, what the playlist is going to be and you know all the songs he's going to sing. Well, we need a playlist for Saturday. What are some of the uh, songs that we're going to hear from the Red and Black Cheer Squad, who I must back up, Nick, this year have been just amazing? Yeah, um... So we'll just do our
5: usual chants, the ones that we've been doing the whole year. Keep it simple. And then maybe at halftime, we're going to sing a couple of songs, but they're still yet to be announced. Chicken's coming up with the playlist. So it should be a heap for fun and just, yeah.
0: How did Power of Your Love make the playlist? Because I've heard it a few times and it's one that's actually big at the Xavier Masses.
5: Yeah, well, with the our big thing for the Army is culture, so going to masses and hearing that belted out with all the all the senior campus and Burk Hall kids, we just thought we'll put that in because everyone loves that song, everyone knows that song. It just sounds so good.
1: You have to <laughs> agree. It's a good moment, isn't it? And what I love is it, you could be at the footy on Roach or you could be at the stands and the swimming and the and boys are just proud. Um, don't think twice it's part of your DNA and it's a beautiful thing to see. Many the last one for me I, again, as Shane was saying uh, we're incredibly proud of how not only the cheer uh, captains um, have held themselves but how the boys have obviously the culture that you've developed around that. There's a little bit these days around masculinity and uh, at times people are nervous when there's a large group of boys who gather and supportive and cheering, etc. But watching how you've gone about that, the respect it's, it's, we play the ball, not the man. Um, it, it's just been palpable of a really great community spirit that, for that all you. the right reasons. So congratulations. But, it, you. um, you know, any, any thoughts on that? Oh, well, I think with COVID that just happened,
5: a lot of the culture was lost and, um, our, like us three cheer captains, Lucas and Chicken, our main goal for this year was just to bring that culture back up, whether it be on the sporting field, in the corridors,
1: just out at lunch, just bring back that red and black culture. Yeah, well said. And, and you notice it's sort of been building for years, even as Harry was, speaking, he was talking mm. about building again, that legacy from one generation of players to the next. And you've seen how, you know, great, great bunch last year as well. And Lucas Erich was mentioned earlier. But um, uh, I, I like how it continues to build and how you've held yourselves. It's such an important thing. And congratulations. Well done. Go well off the field uh, on, on Saturday. And Manny, it is like one of the most special
2: feelings when, um, like, you know, we're playing out there and you have all these, like, all your mates in the stand supporting you. Like, we were speaking about um, Tom and Sheila, we are speaking about, like, their highlights at Xavier. And that's certainly one of mine, um, you know, being down the field when, you know, you have all your red and black... The red and black army behind you, cheering you on. Um, it's like genuinely like goosebumps. It's
0: amazing. Our Zeb chat this morning basically has been and around the grounds. Have you got anything else to add before we uh, finish, Nick?
2: It would be remiss of me not to mention St Ignatius Day. Um, that how happened. good was it? It was great. We had a fabulous mass um, and. Um,
0: power of your love it was the final hymn and that was fantastic and I think the sermon deserves a little mention the magnificent song at the end it was just Father amazing Father Nuno
1: sings uh, a, a Lady yeah. Gaga song and sang a pretty world well. it was uh, it was amazing they're incredibly talented to have 18 Jesuits celebrating celebrating mass um, it was it was a palpably wonderful atmosphere yeah. of, of, of the Agreed. college yeah it was a great occasion and then we also had
2: um, the winter carnival after that um, so everyone went and played their respective sports Um, and Bellarmine came out on top, so congrats to Bellarmine. And the winter play is also on this week, um, Macbeth. Um, It is a play on Macbeth, um, and so good luck to all those boys who are doing that. They've been working very hard behind the scenes, Um, so best of luck to everyone. And if you want to get down, there's tickets available, so um, get down to the winter play. And there's also been lots of information evenings about subject selections and um, all that stuff that's been occurring, so it's been busy. And did you meet a few of the All Blacks? Oh, and yes. Thank you, Hills, for reminding me about this one. Last week, we were lucky enough to have the All Blacks um, training at Xavier. Um, and you may remember earlier in the year, we spoke about um, sweeping the sheds. That's one of the mantras of the All Blacks. And it's something I love um, and i tried to sort of implement into the school a bit this year. Um, and I was to Mr Doherty about it, and he was saying he heard that, you know, after they finished training, um, they, all, they, had about, they had about 30 seats on the side um, where they would sit down and have a, have a rest and put their boots on and off. And after training, um, they cleaned everything up. They stacked the chairs um, <laughs> in fours. There was nothing left behind. Um, so they seriously live out that sleep the sheds culture. Oh, um, that's fantastic.
0: Yeah. Um, Manny, Tom, Harry, thanks uh, for being part of this special Zav Chat. Before we finish, Bill, you might have a bit of inside information, having been at St Kevin's in a past life. Are they bringing a big crew? Is it going to be the special day we all hope?
1: Uh, I'd expect they would, and and, and you'd love them to. Uh, you know, we've been in contact with them, uh, how we host and how we uh, you know appreciate the guests who come. You don't get a, a game without uh, two teams. Uh, both schools have got proud histories, uh, and so whatever the result, I know that we'll hold ourselves really well. I'm sure they'll uh, compete ferociously as well. So we're looking forward to the to the event. Yeah, so hopefully if you're listening, uh, make it down to the Roach this Saturday 2pm.
0: We'd love to see you there. And also the soccer's at 10am. The words of our school captain. That concludes this wonderful episode uh, of Zavchat. And we're back in seven days' time. Please like us on Spotify if you get the chance. Thanks, folks.